Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Well, today I have a, oh, a fabulous actress, but she's also an improviser. She she is someone who has a lot of skill in improvisation. Uh, she is uh, uh, very seasoned uh, in the business, but now she's even producing and writing short films and other series, and I tell you what, she is an inspiration. Her name is Megan Hine, and I've got her on the line right now. Hey, Megan, how you doing? Hello, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> well, I am so thrilled to have you on the line. I, I, I will tell the audience that you you have a, a, a new, well, not a newborn, but just a, a young child now. And, and I, I admire uh, especially women in the industry who are doing it all. They have their young families and they're, <laughs> you know, and you, I just hat tip to you. I, I think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I, I do too. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right day. I'm, I'm amazed that I got through the day. <laughs> oh, because you're so productive in your career as well as just just taking care of a wonderful a little daughter. And uh, and so I just want to, you know, take a few minutes just to just to get um, not only your background, but then uh, I want to talk about what you've done and what you're doing. It's going to be so inspirational to my particular audience, who is mostly made up of, of, of young actors mm -hmm. who are wanting to just get their foot in the door and yeah. my question for you is how did you get started what 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 is your early story uh well you know I was one of those kids who my well my parents say that as soon as I began to talk I announced I was an actor so <laughs> I yeah I don't really exactly know where that came from yeah. Um, but I just kind of always wanted to do it mm. and never really, you know, detached from the idea. So I kind mm. of knew my whole life. Well, you know, I'm with my family now and yeah. then I'm going to be in L.A. Wow. That's like what I always knew. And that's what I did. So, Where did you come and, from? Well, you didn't grow up well, in L.A.? No, oh no, yeah, we <laughs> lived all over. I was born in Northern California, but we lived in Reno and in Maryland and in Arizona mm -hmm. and in Colorado, and and I went to high school in Colorado, oh. and um, you know, was a you know classic drama geek uh, <laughs> there, and I, you know, from there I knew, okay, well, uh, college was definitely something that had to happen. It wasn't an option not to go, right. so I knew well I uh when that's a huge privilege I'm saying that's a good thing oh yeah and um I knew I just okay well I want to 
I wanted to go to UCLA mm-hmm. uh, or NYU, but I did not get into either of those. Oh, no. <laughs> but the closest place I got, uh, so my my backup plan was okay, just as close to LA as possible. Okay. I have to get into California. So uh, the only California school I got into was uh, UCI, UC Irvine, and they actually wow. did have a yeah a really good theater program. So I went there and. Um, of course, looking back on it, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was so meant to be the people I met, like oh, my yeah. husband, biggest of all. Oh. Um, yeah, and my whole, like, I'm still friends yeah. with my my improv group that sure. were, was there. I mean, it's kind of like, it was very, it was kismet. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to say, too, that, you know, I'm from the L.A. area and uh, my whole career was spent spent in L.A. And mm-hmm. uh, and I also taught at uh, the academy and, and then some of the Cal State uh, colleges, uh-huh. uh, but w- very familiar with UC Irvine's uh, program. And I will tell yeah. you, yeah, you you didn't you didn't take a, you know, a dive on that one. That's a that's a great school. And obviously they gave you some fabulous training. Did you major in musical theater? You know, they didn't have a musical theater major. They only had drama majors. So I majored in drama, but then took, they had really great musical theater classes. So I right. uh, took all the classes and um, was had very focused on that right. too while I was there. But, you know, I knew... I knew it was always film and TV. I mm-hmm. I knew I was never going to make the trip to New York right. um, for a couple of reasons. Sure. One, I didn't, I, I knew that in order to have a good enough voice mm-hmm. to make it in New York, I would have to take voice lessons every single day. Oh, <laughs> you know? well, so you I, weren't naturally musical or did you just need to rise, rise higher in your skills? Um, uh, uh, both, <laughs> you know, I I had like a deep love oh. of singing, and I always wanted okay. to like sing, but mm-hmm. my family is not musical at all. Like the fact that I sing, they're like, "Where did you come from?" Mar? Interesting. I've been. You know? I was gonna yeah. ask you because I yeah. have talked to several. Several of my guests have said lately that they are highly musical. You know, they 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 sing, oh, and yet then they then <laughs> yeah. they would tell me not a soul in their family sang. So it's no, just, yeah. and it's genetic in my family. We all sing. So I, I right. that's so foreign to me. Well, you you uh, the reason why I wanted to bring up your musical ability. Is and I asked you about your major was because I understand didn't you tie in because you're into improv and you mm-hmm. went you were with UCB right and and yeah. wasn't wasn't your role with uh, and by the way that's Upright Citizens Brigade right um, mm-hmm. that's a, an improv group that was put together was it Amy Poehler uh, and yeah uh, Amy Poehler Matt Besser yes Matt Walsh and Ian Roberts oh yeah. boy there's a group and they and they yeah. and they put this improv group together. And and you were a part of that. And and tell us about your experience there. Well, you know, I mean, and just to be clear, I wasn't a part of that specific <laughs> of those four improv groups. But oh, how no. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't want anyone <laughs> to be that impressed with me. Oh, um, but I, so, uh, you know, it was the group that I improv with in college, mm-hmm. which was, they were called Live Noon People with Clothes On. Um, <laughs> I know, such such a college <laughs> improv group name. Oh. But, um, and I got into that group completely, you know, auditioned on a whim. 
mm-hmm. and got in. And it was kind of like the only thing that I, I, um, flourished at at wow. school you know I had a hard time getting into the big plays hard time getting into the big musicals mm. but I got in this improv group and like we became this really you know tight-knit group of friends and one of the girls who cast me when she was a senior and I was a freshman when she left she um started running UCB in the LA wow. UCB so yeah, okay, yeah UCB was in New York mm-hmm. and then they opened an LA space right. and then by the time I graduated and was you know doing like the <laughs> the independent horror films we yeah. all do in our early <laughs> 20s um <laughs> she yeah. had called me and was like oh you know they're doing this uh, Matt Besser wrote this musical and they're doing it at UCB and they're looking for the lead. And, you know, I suggested you, would you want to come and audition? So it was from that college improv wow. contact mm-hmm. that I even got the audition. And the only reason they had the audition was because it was the role was originally cast by Casey Wilson, mm-hmm. who got cast in SNL. And they were like, okay, well, Casey's got to move to New York to be in <laughs> SNL. We have to replace this part. So, um, so I got the audition through my friend from college and was so naive. And, and that's kind of how it's always been with my improv comedy <laughs> things. Like I go into it knowing nothing and somehow it works. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Musical theater and acting, I could be like, well, I've watched every musical. I've taken every <laughs> class. And people are like, we don't want you. You know, but the, yeah. the second yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I am I just don't know what I'm doing. They're like, great. Come on over. Well, now, see, there's uh, a tip for the audience we've never heard before. Just just dive in. Just <laughs> yeah, dive right. in and see. And maybe you'll. See what happens. And, and you know, uh, in your case, it, it turned out to be fruitful. Uh, it, yeah, you know, it, yeah, and it, it's it's funny how that that yeah. sometimes works. And yeah, so I went to the audition. I had no idea who Matt Besser was, or and you know, now the show like that. the I, show was uh, uh, it, it was with UCB. Matt Besser wrote. Yeah, is, was mm-hmm. it called the Freak Dance? Is that what? Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, it was called the Freak Dance. He wrote it. It was his you know his baby. Yeah, and went in and auditioned you know, right for him, having no idea wow. what an important person he was in, in the comedy world, which was sure. better because I'm sure my audition would have been way worse if I had. And you got cast. Uh, he cast you. Yeah. By the time I drove home, they called me and said that I had got the part, wow. which was great. And of course, I was so excited, but I also had no idea what a big deal it was going to be for wow. me. Um, it, yeah. So it was super duper lucky. Um, because that, and this was, you know, it was right around the time that space, uh, UCB Franklin opened in LA Mm -hmm. and it was hot. I mean, like our show was every Friday night at eight and we sold out, you know, every week and people loved it. It was a scripted show, a scripted musical. So that was different because UCB has so much improv and sketch, but this was like, a you know a full play mm-hmm. and um and it became it really a, didn't special. it become a movie or something at some point it did yeah. yeah we we shot so we workshopped it on the ucb stage mm-hmm. for a few years wow. and you know yeah off and on we'd like do a run and then for several months and we'd stop besser would make changes and yeah. then we'd come back and re-rehearse it and put it back up 
Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was magical. It was like, yeah, yeah one of those like really magical, special things. And, and yeah. what it did in my career too, it got me seen by people who never would have seen me There you go. because mm-hmm. everyone would go to UCB. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could, you know, CAA agents would go, UTA agents, but like a big people would go, actors would go. Right. I mean, yeah, we'd have people in the audience and be like, blah, blah, blah's in the audience. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe I'm performing for that person. Oh, that's so you know? exciting. And yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really very special. Were you in the filmed version then of the free dance? I was, uh-huh. yeah. Um, Great. Besser made sure we all kept our original parts. So I was the lead of that movie, which was great. And all of the original four UCB founders were also in the movie. So Amy Poehler played my mom, which was super exciting. Uh, Yeah. And this was all right around the time she had, I think she was in her second or third season of Parks and Rec. And, you know, Mm -hmm. she like came to shoot with us on a couple weekends. She was so busy. I bet she was. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And and what did it lead uh, to for you? I mean, did it, did it, uh, you know, uh, we, I've talked to a lot of people on the show where they would have a great experience like what you're describing. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, well, what did it lead to? And they'd go, nothing. And and then, and then somebody else would say, you know, it, (laughs) it led to great things. So see, Oh, tell you give us your answer. How yeah, did this open it, doors? It's I, I think it's somewhere kind of in the middle of that. I mean, I think when we were shooting, of course, we all all of us, you know, young actor, twenty something actors, had this dream of okay, this is gonna you know become. I would say almost like a Rocky, Rocky Horror Picture Show type yes, of film. That's what like I it's not, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's it's very strange. Well, um, it's like it could be like a cult classic type thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. A Reefer Madness, a oh, Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Oh, that yeah. was like everyone's hope for it. Sure, sure. Um, and we're working with these great people, and and you know, it just. I think, you know, who knows why things happen the mm-hmm. way they do, but it, it did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it did not go, <laughs> go in that route, clearly. Okay. Um, so it didn't launch any of us, unfortunately, oh, the goodness. way we had hoped or the way we all definitely deserved because it's such an extremely talented group of people yeah. um, that are all still, you know, working and in this business because they're so freaking good. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of it, you know, I had amazing representation. I had, Mm -hmm. you know, I kept performing at UCB in other shows, which was great exposure. I, you know, booked a lot of TV jobs and, you know, stuff. So there was definitely huge benefit. We, of course, Mm -hmm. wished it was going to be like a huge cult classic. And then (laughs) then we're all movie stars. But, you know, but But it was still really helpful. The journey, the journey was still helpful. You know, we talk a lot on this show about the journey. And, and oh, you know, yes. if anything were different, then you you wouldn't have what you have right now, just like the UCI yeah. thing for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and I and I wanted to ask you, though, uh, that, you know, you, you were talking about uh, CAA, you know, being in, in you know, pe- representatives being mm-hmm. uh, in the audience when yeah. you would do the freak show on on uh, on the stage of UCB or no, the freak dance. I said the freak show, mm-hmm. but the freak dance. <laughs> ah. it, it partly was. It partly was. OK. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you, were you? Did you get representation from from that? I I you know 
the way I got it, it wasn't exactly like that. It oh, wasn't okay. like, oh, UTA came the show, which they did. And because Besser uh, is, I don't know if he's still with them, but he was at the time. Uh-huh. And he pitched pitched me to them. And then they were like, no, we don't want oh, her. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Who, who cares about them? We have but, too many of your type, I bet they were thinking. Oh, <laughs> or they were saying it. Yeah. Who knows? Yes. Yeah. But the way that it, it happened... Definitely because of UCB, but in a more roundabout okay. way. It wasn't, you know, like yeah. the manager that I got, mm-hmm. she had called me in for a sketch show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually this. It was <laughs> there. Uh, there was a commercial agent went to the show, uh, Rain Agency. I'm mm-hmm. still with them. Oh. And she saw the show and she basically like sent a blanket thing to the whole cast. Anyone who come, wants to be represented by me, come on over. And we basically all, all did. Oh, so, awesome. yeah, she mm-hmm. was repping me commercially. They opened a small theatrical uh, thing, and the theatrical department got me okay. a sketch audition oh. for a woman who cast Mad TV. Oh. And then she ended up stopping casting and becoming a manager. Yeah. And she reached out to me to manage me. Okay. So again, it was so many little steps, but it sure. definitely came from sure. the UCB. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so awesome. And those little those little steps along that journey we talk about here, you know, uh, and, and I, I assume that the representation you did get is how you got onto the TV shows that you referred to yeah mm-hmm. yeah talk yeah, to us about that, those yeah that manager was really great mm. she you know she got me a really good boutique agent okay. called domain i was with them for a while mm-hmm. and i bo- i test i tested for a pilot my first pilot season i didn't get it but it was still really good to test sure um you know, yeah, I booked guest stars and yeah. and things like that. Well, what about your short film that you wrote and produced and starred in? When did that come about uh, along, you know, during this timeline? Has that been recent? That, I mean, a recent quote-unquote. I feel like the pandemic, just like two years, yeah. were just like sucked That's out right. and don't count. That's right. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. I, yeah, I was doing... Um, the artist's way, as I feel like is so beneficial to mm-hmm. anyone out there who hasn't done the artist's way, do the artist's way. It's hmm. such an amazing process. Okay. Um, is so that, is that a book? Yeah. Yeah. It's a book and kind of the main, the main kind of thing it suggests is the morning pages, which is like you journal three pages every day, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so during that process, I get really super dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, writing a short and producing a short, that was like kind of what was like, you know, being communicated to me or whatever okay. through my uh, creativity, let's mm-hmm. say. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to follow this thing. I'm going to, you know, write a short. And oh, man, it, it was, it was a big, big undertaking, you know, because I did wow. all the fundraising myself. We had to raise 20 grand, which wow. we did. Okay. And then, of course, it cost 30 grand. Well, of course, it did. Of course. <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. the writing of it was, you know, I had um, been to a dermatologist and 
he was really trying to sell me Botox. Mm, okay. <laughs> and, and I was been like, there. we've all been there. I know, we've all been oh, there. Boy. Great. If you want to do Botox, great. Yeah. But I just felt like a young woman right. who was like, why are you telling me I'm not worth anything without Botox? When you're <laughs> you young and I, already beautiful, yeah. I don't get it. How can I be more, you know? Well, yeah, he d- was trying to, to scare me. Oh, I mean, he was brother. like, he was like, if you don't start now, mm. in 10 years, you're going to come back to me and it's not going to work the same. And it was very um, gross, the whole Manipulative, like Manipulative, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, he was trying to make money off of my insecurities. Of course. And, yeah, and it, I didn't. I did not like that. So, so is that wanted, what the, your short is about? This experience? Yes, it's it's not. Um, it's not that. And thinking about it, maybe I should have just written that oh, okay, <laughs> exact okay, thing. Yeah. But what I did write was about a girl who has all of these, you know, problems, financial problems, health problems, uh, career problems, uh, you know, and. She gets this money opportunity, mm-hmm. and instead of fixing any of these major issues she has, instead she goes and changes her face with plastic surgery because, oh, like, goodness. that's what's actually she thinks the problem, the important okay. thing is, yeah. you know. So yeah. that's like what the short is about, and it was like extracted from this experience, experience with this, mm-hmm. yeah, with this dermatologist, and and it's an important issue to me because I'm always trying to accept myself and it's so hard sure you know yeah oh, well and, that's it but that's true of all of us especially yeah. women women in this industry yes. men have a tendency to just barrel through because they know that they mm-hmm. can they can uh get away with certain flaws you know facially yeah. and, and in their bodies uh women are told differently and that's why this uh, this whole movement we've seen in the last 10 years i think is has been beneficial it had, did your experience with this dermatologist occur mm-hmm. before the movement that we've seen toward accepting women more as they are it did, was dur- like during all of that wow. you know even more and powerful mm-hmm. yeah so i yeah i'm it, it's important to me it's still important to me and mm-hmm. yeah. you know and I yeah I just want us all to be able to you know love ourselves oh, of outside and inside That's but right. somehow the outside is just valued so much more especially like you're saying as right. a woman so oh yes. yeah so, and, and and in this yeah. business we're talking on this show we talk we're talking to uh, the listeners are actors and actresses and producers and writers but but we want to let the the listeners know that that you have to accept who you are and and then mm-hmm. and then and sell that sell who yes. you are don't be somebody else don't uh, you know try to construct or or reflect something you're seeing be who you are and sell that in this industry yes it's easier uh, now i think i i definitely think so and that's it's interesting that you say that i was just talking with my acting coach about this last week mm-hmm. um because I have a friend who, one of my improv college girlfriends, you know, we met for a lunch and she was like, oh my gosh, you look so cute. You have to wear that to a, an audition. And I was just wearing a little romper with uh-huh. stars on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, I could never wear this to an audition. <laughs> and she was like, why, why couldn't you? That's you. And I was like, well, I've been told for years yeah. that I'm an awful audition dresser and I just have to wear black. 
you know, because uh, otherwise I'm too specific and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, I'm so mad at that. Whoever told you that, which is many people. Of course. Yeah, (laughs) but that's old thinking. That's old school thinking. It really is. It Mm -hmm. really is. And she was like, you have to be you. So I had an audition this week for... Uh, the new Night Court show oh. that they're revamping. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear what I would wear. And I wore like a bright orange dress yeah. with flowers. Wow. And and my coach was like, man, you're so much more open today. And, you know, like what's going on? And I was like, I'm wearing my own clothes. Wow. And I have to just be myself. And if they don't it. want it, they don't want it, but if but they're only going to cast me for it. Tell me something. How did it go? Did you get a call back? I well, you know what? For that, they they're just casting right off tape. Sure. So okay. Call, I feel like callbacks are barely existent anymore. Wow. Um, unless it's like probably a series regular, then mm-hmm. I'm clearly I'm. Just, even though you know what, I have so many friends who are like. I tested off my first tape, you know, like they'll wow. do their first tape and then they'll do their test from that tape. It's like, it's like crazy now how fast it is. So right. I, I did not get a callback, but I also know there weren't callbacks. Oh, and well, I, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would have heard by now cause it shoots Monday or Tuesday. So I didn't get it, but mm-hmm. I felt really empowered. Good. Good. You know, yeah. And it's going to translate into that next audition. And then and then you're going to look back and say, see, this is, you know, when you get that big role, you're going to go, oh, this is this is why I decided one day I was just going to start being myself. I love that yeah. note. Yeah. I love that note for our actors today and for me, for all of us. Uh, you uh, know, it's and really important. It yeah. is. And I was going to ask you, since we only had a few more minutes, I my my originally I thought, well, I've got to ask her, you know, if if she attends work workshops or it continues to get oh, coaching yeah. and you obviously said that the, you have an acting coach uh what oh, else yeah. what else do you do toward uh continuing to hone do you do workshops yeah. do you do I, work- I don't do workshops okay. i've never i've done a few in the you know in mm-hmm. the day but they never <laughs> really i i don't know i think there was something for me and but i do know people who've had a lot of success with them for but for me personally right I, I always felt like the transaction didn't feel right for me, you know, of like right. paying for this time. And, you know, I couldn't get over that in my head. But well, a lot you of people know, have a, a way sub- better attitude about it. And I, Yeah, that's true. But I, I think I've been misusing it, the word, because I'll say workshops when I actually mean just like weekly classes. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, y- man. Yeah. yeah so I'm a cl- class junkie. Oh, my gosh. That's what I meant to ask. Okay. Well, and I tell you, such you know, this is what I, I try to convey to the listeners. You mm-hmm. just, you know, you can even, uh, I've even had some, you know, ce- what I call celebrities, people whose names are very well known on the show, yeah. who say that they continue to, to con- uh, attend classes. Oh, and, yeah. And that, uh, you just cannot ever get to a point or think you are at at a point where you don't need to keep honing and keep oh, yeah. bettering your skills, you know. It's uh, so true. Yeah. I, I I love class. No. And I'm if I'm not in it, it's just because I'm either working right. or writing something and mm-hmm. have you know, especially with having a baby now, it's like yeah. you have so little time that it's 
you know, I would be in class 100% of the time if I didn't have a baby. Oh, but wow. now that's but what now you mean like, by junkie, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love class. Oh. And it's it's just so important. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, too, as far as creating relationships in the business mm-hmm. and networking, oh, yeah. that's it. You know, some, yeah, sometimes we feel like networking is like, oh, I have to go to an event and happen upon an executive. Mm-hmm. It's really not, it's no. much simpler. It's like being in class, meeting your contemporaries and coming up with them. Like that's your networking and just being friends and respecting each other's Mm -hmm, art. mm -hmm. And that will network you throughout your entire career, just with your contemporaries, you know, because that's like digestible, that's simple. And it's true because when people say like, oh, I have to meet a big agent and blah, blah, and how am I going to find them and blah, blah. And it's like, you know, it's, it's really not Mm-mm. that, Mm-mm. you know, that that is scary and probably not going to happen. I think people you know? also, yes, exactly. But I think sometimes, too, uh, people think when they come to Hollywood that 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 they just take a bold leap. And what I think you and I are talking about right now is is building blocks. Take, yeah. you know, building mm-hmm. your career block by block, step by step, not mm-hmm. co- going and just diving in full force. Uh, and, and see if you think you're just going to go and network, uh, go to one workshop, network and get your, 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 your agent or whatever. That's a very, that's a rarity. And so, it, yeah. you know, I mean, and the hard part is that that actually can happen it for can, some people. It it's can. like a very small percent. It is. But it, it can happen. Yeah. So you hear those stories and people like mm-hmm. click into that mindset, yeah. but it's really like that's probably yeah. one in a million chance. It really is. And yeah. and, and so that's, that's the best takeaway, I think, for, for today's show, because we've actually run out of time, Megan. That's insane. I know. See, I told you before the show, I said, we are going to run out of time. You're going to be like, what? But, uh, <laughs> but Megan, you have inspired us because you've not only proven that, that all, you know, you can have it all, really, but that you know, you have told us to keep honing and, and network on the level that you, you just build friendships and, yeah. build, and build relationships. And also, you know what? Have your hand in if you, you know, we talk about multitasking on the show. Have your hand in several things. Keep productive. Stay, stay yeah. productive. Yeah. Well, Megan, thank you so much. I'm going to, hey, stay on the line. I'm going to close out the show. But uh, okay. everybody, listen, uh, take this advice. I hope you do. And let us know your success stories. I'll certainly pass them on to Megan. And uh, guys, don't forget, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google. Actually, we're on everything. So make sure that you tune in, tell your friends about us. And uh, hey, thanks for tuning in today. This has been the Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been the Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.